According to the RBA, we've reached the peak of inflation, and that's pretty good news. So over the last year, we've struggled with inflation, but maybe over the next year, and I want to emphasise the word we hope, that inflation and prices may start to stabilise. If you remember back 12 months ago, we had flooding across the east coast of Australia that put a lot of pressure on the supply and the cost of fruit and vegetables. And as we know, supply equals higher demand, which equals higher prices. The National Food Price Index rose to 9.2% over the last quarter. But is it close to peaking? And some of the significant categories are potentially heading in the other way. Beef and veal, their prices rose 8.6%. That was down from 9.3% for the previous quarter. So that's down. Vegetables were at 5.7%, down from 17.2%. So that's down. And the price of fruit cost 12.6% down from 14.6%. Still expensive, but also down. It is an imperfect situation. We all have to buy groceries. None of us could survive without heading to the supermarket. But the good news is, is that the numbers aren't as bad as what we've already experienced. Fred Harrison is the CEO of Richie Stores, and he joins us again on Money News. Fred, great to have you on the show again. Pleasure, Scott. Fred, we're far from perfect yet, but the numbers on food inflation are telling a much better story. Are you expecting prices a lot more stable in the coming months? I just listened to your summation, and I think you've uh, pretty much nailed it. I thought it was very accurate. We are starting to see a significant decrease in manufacturers coming to us now wanting to put through price increases. Now, that's not to say that there still won't be a number of price increases. But look, if I had to uh, best guesstimate, I would think that uh, certainly through the back six months of last year, we would have probably seen 70 to 80 percent of suppliers come with uh, price increases. Uh, we're not seeing anywhere near that number now. There could be another round as the year unfolds, but it won't be anywhere to the degree that we've been through in this last, um, say, nine months. Let's talk about food prices. That's the most important thing for the average consumer. Are there any food prices that are likely to remain higher than normal at the moment? Or in terms of the inflationary drop, are they expected to drop? I would think, and and again, the summation was good, the weather absolutely belted us uh, uh, last year and several times, in fact. This year, though, if the weather holds and we're seeing a bit of consistency in weather, then I would think you will see prices in produce decrease, uh, even to the point where there might be deflation. Uh, produce, of all the products that are out there in the market, produce absolutely reflects supply and demand better than any other category. At the moment there's a slight shortage, prices in produce skyrocket. Not the same in meat. Meat's pretty stable, but produce does skyrocket. So again, when the growing conditions are good and we get plenty of supply through the network, prices can tumble fairly quickly as well. So if the uh, weather holds, and we're probably getting through the worst of the uh, uh, period now for uh, cyclones and the like, if the prices hold, I would think you'll see a bit of deflation in produce pricing through the next uh, three to six months. You talk about the word supply. It has been a key word through the pandemic and even beyond. And I saw last night that according to the US manufacturing PMI, supply chain problems have not only eased, but are ahead of where we were since the pandemic. Have those problems started to subside here in Australia as well? Look, 12 months ago, the biggest issue was in the manufacturing uh, divisions with people getting COVID, people unable to come to work. So there was a shortage of people working in warehouses, a shortage of people on trucks, 
The COVID piece seems to be dissipating, which is great. But in saying that, you still talk to manufacturing and they are running uh, with major issues in factories. They're still not getting all their components or products in from uh, overseas. The ports are still slow in unloading. We're finding in our business that we're still only getting 70 to 80% of the products we're ordering being supplied. So it hasn't dramatically improved. Uh, there's a shortage of uh, workers. There's a shortage of components. Uh, it's just a whole lot of small reasons coming together that's still making supply terribly difficult. Fred, you're a community business. CEO Richie's, you know, you pride yourself on being part of the community and in the community. What are you doing then or how are you trying to attract maybe younger Australians to join the Richie's workforce or even the workforce just in general? Yeah, look, that's a great question. That is a great question. And we're tending to find at the moment that uh, people were satisfied in working casually. And I think the pandemic made people rethink perhaps what they were doing in life, what they were doing as a career. And uh, we found that uh, it was a bit Groundhog Day, as you know, through the pandemic. And when we came out of the pandemic, people wanted a bit of time to themselves. They wanted to travel. They wanted to get away. They wanted to enjoy life. I think now, as reality starts to bite with whether it be interest rates or just the cost of living, people are starting to now say, well, look, we, we need to get back on the bike. We need to get back to work. We need to find work. So we are slowly but surely starting to see more people put their hand up now and apply for jobs. Finally, Fred, we have to say congratulations to you. You've just come back from the United States where the Ritchie store in McLean, Queensland, has just been awarded the IGA International Retailer of the Year Award. That's a pretty impressive award. How proud does this make you and what you're doing to make a difference? Look, spot on, Scott. You don't open supermarkets to win awards. We're not in the Academy Awards, but when an opportunity comes along and uh, you get judged as the best IGA store initially in Australia, and that was awarded to us back in uh, July of last year, we then go on and represent Australia and, of course, our own company, Richie's, in uh, Vegas and for the International Retail Award. And look, it is a fairly uh, strong and strict criteria. It's based on uh, not just one or two or three factors. A lot of mystery shoppers are in there, a lot of store standards, a lot of compliance, whether it be OH&S or uh, compliance to promotions. Uh, that all is judged and to be announced as the International Retail of the Year. You're dead right. It's fantastic. And McLean is only a small town. It's a small regional town up on the Northern Rivers, 2,800 population. And I just know from the feedback we've had through the store and through the local paper and media that the town is delighted. So, yeah, it's been a very uh, thrilling uh, week or so. Fred Harrison, CEO of Richie Stores, thank you so much for joining me this evening on Money News. Pleasure, Scott.